Welcome to the Freedom Business Podcast. Your host Siddharth Rajshekar here. Great to have you here. This is where we are going to be talking about how we can redefine our education system by building vibrant learning communities, taking knowledge out of the world and be awesome. Let's get in. It's so, so important for you to take care of three dimensions of health, especially when you're growing your business. There's no point just making money and not being healthy. I'm talking about here mental health. I'm talking about physical health as well as spiritual health. All these three are needed if you truly want to make an impact while growing a business. And I'm going to be sharing with you how I maintain my health while I'm growing my business and what I've been following for many years. And how do I overcome any kind of health issues or challenges when I face them based on whatever I'm going to share with you. Now, what? just a quick disclaimer is I'm not a health expert. I am not a doctor. I am not a nutritionist. I am not any of that. I'm just going to share with you what I have been following based on my body type. Now, you have to, you know, pick up ideas, understand your body and work and optimize based on what works for you. Now, having said that, I'm going to give you my, my list. I'm going to break it down into three parts. What all do I do? to maintain my mental health what all do i do to maintain my physical health and what do i do to maintain my spiritual health because ultimately your body is like a temple and if you don't take care of your body you will not be able to create an impact with it and i've seen many people in you know business owners entrepreneurs coaches trainers whatever like they junk themselves up and that affects themselves it affects them in their business on their personal side and on their mental health side everything gets affected so let's first talk about mental health, which is very, very important. And people don't realize how important this is. I can tell you from my own personal example, in 2015, I went through a panic attack because I could not sleep for two weeks. I had these anxieties and fears that were kicking in and it was really, really bad. And uh, I could not see myself in the mirror. My entire digestive system was gone, uh, meaning like everything was upside down. And I had to literally reset my body by going through a panchakarma and bring my mental health back on track through spirituality and a body reset. And I, after that, I started to follow a few things. Now, what can affect your mental health are multiple things. Number one are the inputs that you give into your system, the information inputs and the food inputs. If you're watching news and negativity and WhatsApp negativity and you're eating food which is cooked you know, by people who are also having anxieties and fears it as you know it, it actually comes into you just like water stores information like you can take a glass of water and you know uh, chant or whatever intention that you want and you drink that water the water actually stores information and there's one dr imoto uh, who actually did an experiment with water many years back you can do an experiment you just go do research on google on uh, water storing information dr imoto crystals and all that stuff okay now same thing happens when anybody's cooking food their conscience, uh, their consciousness passes on through the food. Okay, and I'll come to that physical part later. But uh, your mental health is affected also by what you eat. Two is your mental health is affected by your environment, like how is it in your home. Uh, number three, what I do to maintain my mental health is I am I don't go too deep into this, but I'm aware of the basic principles of vastu. Okay, on things like the basic things. Like if your home, if your master bedroom is in the southwest, you know, the northeast needs to be more 
and uh, southwest needs to be more heavier than the northeast northeast should be more like water air element and the southeast is more like the fire element the kitchen so for me before i moved into my house over here which i'm living in right now i made sure that the basic checkpoints are there because your uh, you know your physical space the environment in which you are in it affects the way you think just like how food affects the way you think even your space affects the way you think and if the energies are misplaced in in a home it will lead to all other complications even physical health complications mental health complications and even spiritual health complications and i can see this in my own personal life my grandfather lived in a 40 room home in on langford road in bangalore the entire john family lived under one roof it was two british homes made into one not 40 bedrooms but totally 40 rooms and it that home flourished for 40 years and when i actually analyzed based on the basic principles of us when i did a check on that home it was built on those principles the zones were all intact and then the we went through a downturn where the house had to be given away and we had a lot of family issues and everything else and when i mapped back at the year in which that issue started where we had to sell that house and you know uh, we had to move on and to move to a smaller house when i looked mapped out exactly why that happened we had done some constructional changes to that house and where the master bedroom was supposed to be it got moved to another zone so the problem started over there and at that point of time it was lack of awareness like we just you know my parents and grandfather was also ill and everything else was going on so the more curious i got into the science of spaces on uh, zones uh, i am very aware of this thing because i i don't want to mess with nature nature is much bigger than all of us right now you don't have to go so deep to understanding exactly what color should be your bottle on your desk and stuff like that you can go to that level of extremism in when it comes to vastu but if you follow the basic principles it really impacts you and impacts the way that you think the fourth area which can affect your uh, mental health are the friends that you associate yourself with and who are who are the people in your inner circle and make sure that they are all in line with your visions and goals otherwise change the change the orbit have a different group of circles for me the way that i maintain my health my mental health is by building communities you know getting so much of love and care from all of our community members and so many reviews and you know as a human we are, we thrive on appreciation whether we like it or not the soul seeks uh, appreciation from fellow souls and you know, fellow beings and the more you build communities you'll start to experience that love and magic and that actually has a direct impact on your mental health and that's why i love the community building aspect of building a business where even when people are paying me money they are thanking me and paying me money that that's so priceless okay another way to maintain your mental health is to have a clarity in your purpose why are you doing what you're doing like for me the purpose is to redefine education system to help people to bring about a new leadership for the new world a new school for the new world that is one level of purpose and i have a spiritual purpose also okay another way to maintain your mental health is to work in cycles and i've spoken about this before where you need to take breaks don't just burn out and daily learning the more you're learning every single day for me even recording this podcast is directly impacting my mental health because now i'm thinking about what value i can add how i can learn something new to share with with the world and when i listen to this podcast myself it's like more it reinforces and i'm listening to my own voice and it impacts the way that i think so in every single way creating content building communities building a business where you're hel- helping others add value in every way it's like a green tick 
There's a checkpoint, checkmark everywhere. It's such a beautiful thing to do. Now let's come to physical health. Now again, when it comes to physical health, just like in religion, there are many paths in religion, many processes when it comes to religion. There's not that, it's not like one way is the only way. There are many ways to do it. Similarly, in physical health also, there are multiple ways to keep your body healthy and multiple ideologies that people have based on who they're learning from. So I'm going to tell you what I do to maintain my health. Number one is I don't have milk products. I have very less maida, sugars and salt. All the white poisons I avoid as much as possible. Uh, out of 30 days in a month, I possibly eat out maybe one or two days max. And that too, it is not oily, greasy, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, as far as food cuisine is concerned, in my entire family, kids, everyone, we only eat sattvic food. No onion, no garlic. And uh, we eat all kinds of traditional South Indian food. So I believe that every person, whichever family that they are born into, if you have your family traditional recipes, do more of that because it is there in your DNA. Okay, you're, you're, Like suppose you're coming from a traditional family, let's say a Punjabi family, and you're having, you know, you're coming down multiple generations of cooking a particular style of food and cuisine. And that has really, you know, been a part of your family tradition. Eat more of that. So since I come, from, I come from a South Indian Tambram Iyer family, I that is my cuisine predominantly. The rasam, sambar, rice, kutu, you know, aplams, all those stuff. So, and we do it in a sattvic style. Ever since I got into the spiritual process, uh, we don't eat onion and garlic. Onion and garlic have a lot of medicinal properties, no doubts. But on a spiritual angle, from an Ayurvedic perspective, it has a uh, it has a negative pranic value. So I, as much as possible, we like to keep. Uh, not as much as possible. We eat only sati food. We don't eat onion, garlic. And even when we are traveling, we ask for Jain food. And of course, we have potato, carrot and other stuff. Another thing is the water that you drink. So in our home, we have something called structured water. Just search on YouTube for structured water. There are many videos on this. So it's kept in copper plates. It, uh, you know, it's, the the water is uh, it's structured and then I drink that water. It's not just any bislary water or any other water. So at home, I make sure to drink structured water. And uh, I start my day with a Herbalife shake. I've been having this for many years uh, with almond milk, not with regular milk. And uh, it's a perfect meal replacement. So I don't have idli, vada, sambar or anything like that in the morning. I start my day with a shake. I have a heavy South Indian lunch. Evening, I have a shake. And at night, I have light dinner, like dosa, idli stuff, which is very light on the digestive system. And that really helps me, you know, have the vitality and the immunity and all of that stuff. And besides that, once in a year, I do an annual panchakarma treat, uh, you know, like a whole detox process. It's anywhere between 14 days to, it goes to even 21 days in some cases. So Panchakarma, I've done it more than seven times. Now, if you look at the concept of Panchakarma, it's about balancing the three elements. Okay, there's Vata, Pitta and Kapha in the body, the three elements. And I'm more of a, a Pitta body. Okay, so there's more balance. People who are more Vata body are usually more thinner. And those who are more, uh, uh, what do you say, Kapha bodies are you know, they, they tend to put on weight much faster. So based on knowing your body type, you need to eat according to that. So if you go deeper into Ayurveda, it's all about this. I've not, I've not studied this, but every time I do a Panchakarma, the treatments are given to balance the three. And I also, and during this entire Panchakarma process, there's a combination of pranayamas and the breathing that we do, as well as the asanas that happen that really resets the, the breath within the body. It's a beautiful combination of, uh, you know, the food that they give you, the treatments and the massages that they do to de detoxify all the elements from your body. And of course, they everything gets purged at the end of uh, 7 to 14 days. 
and it's a combination of breathing so balancing breath balancing food and removing all the toxins uh, if any of you can just do this once in a year or once in two years you can reduce a lot of your you know issues that may come later in your life okay because it's a very holistic thing it's not a cure kind of a thing it is more of a prevention kind of a thing and uh, it's to maintain the balance in your body and, and every time i go for panchakarma i get a bunch of ideas because i'm in a quiet place and i experience that and as far as my daily physical habits i'm not so much of a gym person i don't do weights and weight training or running or zumba or all that stuff i we just do daily walks keep it brisk and uh, i've been able to maintain my health i've been able to maintain my weight for easily like 15 20 years yeah been the same and also a lot has to do with controlling the urges of the tongue on indulging you know i do have my cheat days i just i love to have my chocolates and chocolate ice cream and all of that stuff but it, but there's no binging over there okay so that's how i maintain my physical health and that's that's me now let's come to spiritual health spiritual health is what can you do to center yourself on a daily basis so that you're able to understand that we are beyond our mental body we are beyond our physical body and usually when you have strong spiritual practices it balances all the other areas when you have a larger than life perspective so for me some of the spiritual habits that i do are my daily inner connection in the form of japa meditation i chant on beads uh, i do the hari krishna mantra i've been doing that for many years uh i do scriptural reading read the gita and just go through different verses of the bhagavad puran pick up different you know concepts from there i listen to the lectures and discourses of my spiritual master sorinas jayapitaka swami i do that uh we do regular temple visits as a family and uh as a part of charity we we love going to temples so we normally like to contribute to the dresses of the deities we do the abhishekas and the in the giving like a bath to the deities we try to sponsor some of that maybe once or twice in year we partake in multiple havans to really bring the balance spiritual balance back in the family to you know for the protection of the family to, and i pray for every single member in ilh uh though i may not know your names but, but i pray for the success of everybody okay and along with that i'm always in this mood of uh devotional service that means even my business i'm doing it as a service to my community but i'm also doing it as a service to my higher creator and to my spiritual master so whatever i make as an income a percentage of, of that goes towards causes that i believe in to purify the income that i'm creating and that's the spiritualization of my business and besides that just living every single day in surrender and love and there are moments where i don't think about spirituality i'm very focused on business so i'm not always spiritual spiritual and always in meditation mode uh, my biggest inspiration in spirituality is arjuna he was an enlightened warrior fighting in the battlefield he went to krishna in the first chapter and he said i want to go from this place i want to go into the forest i just want to meditate and you know all of that and krishna one of the first verses in the second chapter he says that you are a fool <laughs> you are your duty is a warrior and by, by you running away from this war you are going to attract infamy not fame you won't be famous and you will also attract a life uh that it's going to de- get degraded because if you are not doing your duty as a warrior as a kshatriya you don't i mean you can't run away from this so that entire verse is uh, krishna he opens saying that from where has this thought come you are a fool so and then he opens up in the whole gita and towards the end of the 18th chapter krishna tells him now arjuna now that i have told you 
both I've, I've given you the entire gist of what is a soul what's a journey and and all of these things now i'll leave it to you now you decide what you want to do i mean that's the beautiful thing about our our creator you know the supreme lord is he gives us the the opportunity to choose what we want so why am i sharing this is because building a business if you are able to have that perspective like arjuna we are not running away and just doing meditation all day uh honestly that is not the path for this age the path for this age where we are living you know like a 100 year lifespan it's all about action in devotional service you know it's karma yoga it's like doing your work and dedicating those fruits to you know the higher power and ultimately you need to do it with love and that's why i'm using the word devotional service so that's so i'm a strong uh believer of the concept of uh, and i come in the lineage of of the bhakti yoga principles like india and bhakti is love yeah doing everything with love whether it's your business or raising a family or building a community or running webinars or or what may be the case okay or taking your children out and giving them some experiences and travel and vacations doing everything with a with a thread of love uh, and knowing well that this life is temporary this life is we are not this body we are the spirit soul the body is going to transmigrate from one body to the next but and might as well utilize this form of life our human life uh to serve others to serve the supreme lord and to do things with surrender and love so that is the perspective uh that has given me such a beautiful foundation grounding on spiritual life that uh, that impacts my mental health that impacts the physical health also so i just want to sum up this podcast saying that your body is as good as a temple if you treat yourself and care for yourself you'll be able to do some amazing work and you can live a long healthy happy impactful life and even your home is a temple so if you can make your home a decluttered space a spiritual zone where in my case i don't invite anybody and everybody to my home i'm very very picky and choose you know who i invite because it, i consider it, this to be a sacred space okay and if you're able to keep that as your your two points treating your body like a temple and your home like a temple you will be able to impact so many people and even if it does not need to be many number of people but whatever work that you do will have a you know a generational impact it will have a deeper impact on whoever you're 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 working with so just want to sum up this podcast saying that this is how i look at uh, maintaining my health while growing my business of course we all have a temporary body we fall sick we, we you know we have your our fevers our coughs our colds but the best that we can do is to be aware of what is going on in our mind and especially when it comes to mental health recently i lost a very dear aunt of mine because she had a very massive brain hemorrhage and i dedicate this podcast to her it just happened today she left this world and for many many years she was keeping these you know all the emotions were bottled up in her, in her it was uh, more than 10 15 years or maybe more than that 15 plus years bottling up her, her emotions and uh, it came to a point where she was just vomiting more and possibly that was her soul's path and her soul's journey but the thing is the mental issues lead to lead to physical issues she had a massive brain hemorrhage she left this world and we lost her at the age of 47 48 which is very young for a woman to leave this world and the reason i'm emphasizing on on health 
is because if you don't take care of your physical health at the start point, if you don't take care of your mental health and process your emotions and 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 you know if you don't release them uh, with a strong spiritual health foundation, it's going to impact your business in a huge way. It's going to impact every area of your life. So what I would like you to do is share your comments below on what were your biggest lessons learning from this particular podcast. And uh, I would love each one of you to share this podcast with your family and friends who need to hear this because I believe that this is one thing that can make a huge difference for the longevity, prosperity of society. Wish you all the best. Catch you in the next episode.